Hello, everyone. How are you doing? And welcome to another episode of the Dr. Will Show, where I interview educators and entrepreneurs on leveling up. Each week, I zoom in someone who's dope, and we have a conversation on what it means to live your best life. Now, if it's your first time uh, listening to the podcast, this is the Mobile University for Entrepreneurs. I am your host, Dr. Will. Now, today with me is Wynn Charles, and we will be talking about podcasting. Uh, so when, for those who will be listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, will you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Wynn, and I have a physical disability, which is ataxia spastic cerebral palsy, aka CP for short. Don't worry about that, you guys. Don't Google that mouthful. I don't let my fan base Google cerebral palsy, unless it's an emergency case, I can't even spell cerebral palsy because cerebral palsy is my gift. Cerebral palsy is not my disability. And I am the host of not one, not two, but three podcasts. One of them is all about cerebral palsy. I do it with my BFF of 15 years plus. And she also has cerebral palsy, but cerebral palsy affects her in a totally different way than it affects me. So we have two women that have the same disability, but wrapped up in two, in two completely different packages. So when you hear the word podcasting, what comes to mind? Well, when I hear the word podcasting, I think education. I think it's going to be an hour to kill and learn something. And I think that people should at least know what a podcast is, even if they haven't subscribed to one. So you are the creator and host of your own podcast, Ask when. What was yeah. the genesis in starting your own podcast and what kind of topics do you cover? The genesis of starting Ask When way back when I did. Now I'm the host of two other podcasts, A Diary of a Pastanista and Welcome to Journalism, which is my journey with um, cerebral palsy while getting, while obtaining a journalism degree. Yes, and that's always a fun one. But when I started Ask When, I was a listener to podcasts, and I found the purple button on my iPhone, and I clicked on the purple button because purple is my favorite color. So any button that is purple, I have to click on it because curiosity you'll get. And so as time I was writing a book and so I just said writing and I'm not kidding a thousand and one podcast came up I'm not kidding from how to self-publish your book to how to get your manuscript buddy to how to design covers I'm not kidding when I say a thousand and one podcast came up but when I typed in the words sale policy absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, came up. 
Mm. I want to throw this out there to you because I know that a lot of people, when they hear a podcast or they're thinking about doing their own podcast, some people become overwhelmed with, well, what are they going to talk about? Uh, there's so many podcasts out there. They feel that the market is, you know, flooded, so to speak. So they wonder why should they have a voice? You know, why, why should they just add something to something that is sort of already out there? When you this had decided this is what you were going to do, how did you? decide what you were going to cover? Well, I decided because I wrote a book previously to starting my podcast, I wrote a book, I Come a Win, which could be found on Amazon. So please head over to your Amazon app or ask the lady in YouTube to order I Come a Win, I Win. And so I was really lucky in a sense that I already had the build in the fan base because people knew I was writing a book. My friends and family knew that I was writing a book. But when the book came out, people started asking me how I deal with cerebral palsy so gracefully. And I just thought, oh no, here we go. And then when I typed in the words, cerebral palsy on purple apple itunes app i said uh this is how i'm going to do it but how i decided to do it way back when and it's still to this day is i would interview people that i would be interested in educate me make my own classroom so to speak and then fuse my story with their their story so what have you learned about yourself since starting a podcast and have you noticed the change in your own thinking? Well, one thing I have quickly gotten rid of is I used to have, and I still do, but it's better now since I started a podcast. I used to have a speech impediment due to um, cerebral palsy and how to get rid of a speech impediment quick? You start a podcast and put yourself out there. Gee, base. And then you'll realize that my speech impediment isn't so bad. So what I have learned about myself is I have gained confidence. I also lost my mom, lost my biological mom before I wrote the book. That was the catalyst of writing the book, and then the catalyst of writing a book started a little fun project, which now I'm making money off of, and now I can't control. <laughs> so earlier you mentioned how you look at a guest that you find interesting and who can educate you. Do you prepare your questions beforehand or do you just make it a conversation between you and your guests? I do have a set of baseline questions. 
if they want it. But nine times out of ten, I just roll with the punches and making the conversation. But if they are first-time podcast guests and they want a set of questions, I can hand them a set of questions and so can my assistant. I mean, I decided day one that if I can do a podcast, I wouldn't do the scheduling. I would hand that off to someone else. And I have trained my assistant, who's also my BFF, who also runs the As a Podcast with me, a diary of a fashionista. And she has got it down so well now that it just magically appears on my schedule. I don't, I say podcast, she knows what to do. And so day one, I said, well, if I'm going to do this interview show, I might as well give someone else a job that can do it better than I can. Now, there are so many educators who are now podcasting, right? And this is now my fourth season of my own podcast. I'm getting ready yeah. to wrap it up with your interview. Uh, how do you see podcasting impacting how educators learn and connect with one another? And where do you see podcasting becoming a tool to amplify student voices? Well, I'm actually going to refer your listeners to a podcast specifically built for educators in the classroom. And it's called The House of EdTech by Mr. Chris Nessie. And all he does is talk about education and technology. And he does a fabulous job and he's one of my mentors clients my mentors in the podcasting space one of them i say um because i have a lot but i think that the m the alexa and sorry you guys i just made the alexa go off but um i think that amazon's lady in tubes are gonna be instrumental in classrooms because I am an audio learner. I think that people have different learning styles. And as long as we eliminate the um, screen time, as, as long as we monitor the screen time, it's going to be fine. I just did a full-on paper on education and transmedia in the educational space for one of my journalism classes and what I found is that people are using education and how I feel is I'm a big proponent of education and using technology in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about uh, Ask Win and what are some of your favorite podcasts to listen to? Oh God, oh God, I knew you were going to ask me this question. Well now since we're off the education path, I still like Mr. Chris Nessie's podcast, The House of EdTech, for my educational fix and learning how um, to get kids integrated in, in the classroom with technology. But one of my favorite, favorite, favorite podcasts is Dreams in Drive, and it's hosted by Miss Rena Campbell. And Rena Campbell is a woman of color 
and she does a fantastic job. She's got everyone on there from CEOs in the colored community to disabled advocates to everything else. And I try religiously to listen to her every single Monday. I also like, there's a podcast called The School of Podcasting by Mr. Dave Jackson, which is one of my favorite podcasts. He knows it's one of my favorite podcasts. So again, if you want to learn how to podcast, go to the School of Podcasting. If you just want something for entertainment, go to Dreams and Drives, if in Drives. And then if you want to go the educational route and get kids unstuck, go to the House of EdTech by Mr. Chris Nessie. So I know people, and I spent some time this morning actually just going through YouTube, looking at all sorts of videos on podcasting and the equipment you need for podcasting. And I'm very low tech myself. Part of the reason is I don't want to fool with a lot of mixers and a lot of editing. You know, one guy said it took him four hours to do one episode and there is no way I'm putting in four hours to do an episode uh, because one, not only is that time consuming and I'm not getting those four hours back Two, there is no way for me to put out consistent episodes the way I do if I'm spending four hours per episode and, and that tech, overwhelms certain people. It's the reason why some people don't start podcasting because they keep thinking about all of the tech that is needed in order to produce a podcast. Uh, what are some of the tech tools you are using to produce your podcast? Okay, I'm going to turn my camera on so people can see this. I don't know if you can see, I have a Apple headphone stuck in my ear right now as we do this podcast. And that's how I do my um, podcasts right now. Temporary situation. I had to come up with a temporary situation because my Mac broke. And I, even though I have the fancy podcasting mic and the mixer, as soon as I get that Mac computer back, I'm going to be using that fancy mic and the mixer and getting that all set up but my temporary situation now is to um do it via a conference call line and with a pair of apple and the phones so before we go what is your advice or pro tips for educators who want to get into podcasting just do it just do it um just there's million and one apps there's anchor anchor is a free app that i also use to host um welcome to journalism and lipson is another um podcasting host that i can um i can use to host a diary of a fashionista simplecast is another host that i use to host ask win and so just do it just figure out and i actually help people set up their podcast so if they want to reach out to me and even though i charge a consultation fee 
I would be honored to help educators in the educational space to um, set up their podcast. If they want to, I can discount the fee. I could do it for basically free if they wanted. But to get a good podcast, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent and you have to tell your fan base what's going on. Mm. So in being consistent, I want to throw this out there to you. How are you using social media as a way to not only brand your podcast, but as a way to connect with those who listen to your podcast? Well, my my assistant, I'm really lucky. She's younger than I am, so she's more of a technology fan than I am. And she goes, check out, ask, check out Joe Blow on Ask Win. Here's a link. And then she puts it on her Twitter profile. And then I retweet it. And with Lipson, L-Y-B-S-Y-N, you can have podcast cards automatically hook up to your Twitter um, with their podcasting host. One of their philosophies is being everywhere. So a diary of a fashionista could be found in Spotify, could be found on Apple Podcasts, could be found on Apple iTunes desktop, could be found everywhere. And Lipson just did a joint partnership with Pandora, which is huge because Spotify and Lipson, Spotify and Pandora are basically meant for music. Um, People know about Spotify and Pandora for music. They don't know about Spotify and Pandora for podcasting. I mean, it took me, I'm not kidding, one hour to figure out how to download a podcast and so someone can listen to it offline in um, Spotify. And when that person handed me a phone, I said, yeah, I know how to do it. I made it look like it took me two minutes. But no, because Spotify and Pandora here to stay now, we'll see Pandora do the um, genome project with podcasting. And I am thinking Pandora's next um, player in the game. I also know that the lady in Zoom on Amazon could get podcast. Aspen is not on the lady in the Zoom yet, but um, and nor is Diary of a Fashionista yet. I'm hoping for 2019 to say that one of my podcasts is on. Amazon's Lady in Tube. Excellent, excellent. So, you know how I do this. Uh, this podcast will be going up on iTunes and SoundCloud. I need you to subscribe. I need you to follow. Leave your comments. Rate. Because your boy's trying to get Oprah on the show. And I want her to know that I'm doing big things around here. Again, I would like to thank my guest, Wynn Charles, for coming on the show. 
as always, people, uh, thank you for checking out the Mobile University for Entrepreneurs. Invest in you. EDU. Peace.